Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the HP Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast from handsofam.com. I'm your host, Dustin, here with me. Beautiful boys, Brandon hey. and Ben. What up? No Phil, which here's the question I want to ask you guys. Did Phil say he was coming this week? He definitely did. 100%. And then surprise, surprise, today he says, <laughs> sorry, guys, I won't make it this week. I think I will he actually said, I'll definitely be here next week. And then he isn't. And then this oh. week he said, I'll definitely be here next week. And I'm like, okay. Can we check the tapes? <laughs> yeah, check the tape. What did he say? We need to know. The official transcript. Yeah. And then I was telling them. I was telling Brandon this, Ben, before you got here. I was like, if he can't make it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just his confidence yes. of being here is what's funny. <laughs> it's ironic. Yeah, he just, I, I, I don't know, man. It's just weird. The people asked for Phil. We gave him a taste. We re, And we killed him again. And now it's gone. It's like when he said he'd be back in October, and then he said he'd be back the week before Thanksgiving, and then he said he'd be back the week after Thanksgiving. And then, yeah, it just, it's Phil, man. Yeah. Hey, that's okay. We can, I think we can steer the ship without him for, for now. I mean, let's be real. He's kind of <laughs> worthless. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He did. He brings a dynamic. I was thinking about how he, um, how he was saying about how the, the, the come on the magazines yes. from last episode. Yeah. And I was like, that was, that was something. He provides vivid imagery. I'm so used to Phil. I don't even remember that. Wow. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. So as I mentioned at the, at the top of the show, this is the HP podcast, your weekly gaming podcast from Handsome Phantom. And I'm just realizing now that I guess this is technically the Christmas episode oh, of the shit. show. 101. Well, this will come out on Christmas, won't it? No, no, the day before. Day before Christmas yeah. Eve. So for everyone out there celebrating Christmas, we hope you have a very happy Christmas with you and your family. And anyone else that you're with, have a great one. And uh, if you're, you know, doing Kwanzaa, it's Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is around the same time. I'm ch- I always get the time frame because Hanukkah's before Christmas. Yes. So. I think it just recently ended. Right. Right. So if you celebrated Hanukkah, then you're all done. Yeah. You're set. Tied it off with a neat little bow. It's done. Right. So, yeah. Speaking of Christmas, uh, anything that you guys are particularly excited or even not excited for what's your christmas like this year um it's pretty standard for me this year got some driving around um but no i think it's going to be good overall brandon just gets in his car and drives through a field he's like all right Merry you know, Christmas. Cr- traditions or traditions ben. <laughs> um you don't shit on tradition that's right um, but no i think it's going to be good um i'm really excited to give some of the gifts that i've gotten and um yeah, that's been my favorite part about getting older is that I'm really excited to give gifts. Right. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I uh, think we're going to my sister and parents' house or seeing my sister and parents um, Christmas Eve uh, after I'm done working. And then Christmas Day, I think we're going to my in-laws at some point. Right. That's about it. Nice. Nothing crazy. Yeah, this one, this year's a little bit weird, obviously, with COVID, because uh, Holly's grandma, who is, you know, very much older at risk, we're not going to be spending time with her, but Holly's parents will be coming by here, 
and my other grandma, who I think I mentioned on the show, broke her leg at Thanksgiving. Yeah. So there's just a lot of it's going to be the most unique Christmas in a very long time. Mm. But I'm hoping I don't know if that's going to translate to being a more relaxing Christmas. I don't think it will because I'm still going to be going to the same amount of places. Right. Yeah. That's what I've always thought as I. Well, you know, it's been like this my whole life is that Christmas Day is like started to become one of my least favorite parts of Christmas. Yeah. Right. Because it's so busy. Yeah. I may have told this on the show before, but uh, the girl I dated before I met my or started dating my wife, uh, we dated for like six years and her parents were divorced and remarried. And then her both sets of her grandparents were divorced and remarried. And... It was like we'd get together at my place, my parents' house for Christmas morning. And then the whole rest of the day, all we were doing was driving, mm. stopping somewhere for 45 minutes, make, being forced to eat whatever meal they were having. <laughs> Again. And then going to the next place. And it was like we went like seven places every year. Yeah. Right. Because nobody could get together and have Christmas together. Yeah. And now, like some years, we actually, my my wife's family and my family... Uh, have Christmas together. So this year we were not specifically because just because our timing worked out, but uh, it's kind of a way nicer. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, I'm hoping basically right now I'm actually having some time off. It's like a, a mixed because there's still some things I have to do, but the bulk of the, the edits for Colin or whatever are done, mm-hmm. which is good. So I'm trying to, I really want to like finish 13 Sentinels, which is a game I've been working at for a while. How many hours you got in that, you think? Uh, My plate clock says 15, but it's wrong. Yeah. It's probably more like 12, but it feels way longer. Not in a bad way. I mean, it feels good. It's been a good game to play. Remember the other week I asked you if you thought I'd like that game and you said absolutely not. Yeah. I watched some gameplay of it. I was like, this looks really cool, but I think I could stand it for like five or six hours, not for the whole game. Right. Well, and you actually watched the game part of the game. Well, I watched the storytelling. I mean, oh, I watched did? like a, yeah, it was okay. like a, a deep dive. Interesting. I mean, I probably watched like 15 minutes worth, but I skipped around the video a good bit. Which, that's the other the other thing I need to do is that... It's beautiful was the one thing I noticed. Oh, dude, yeah, the art, really well done. But next week we're doing a, a Final Fantasy VII spoiler cast, and I was hoping to play through it again. And I was trying to find my copy, and Ben had it. Yeah, I have it with fine. me. No big deal. Yeah, but I brought it back. I just don't know if I can blitz through the whole game again no, in a don't week. don't do it. If I, what about easy mode? But why? Do you need to? I can't remember anything about Just watch game. a super watch cut. A, yeah, watch a super yeah, cut. Yeah, watch a super That's cut. That's true. That'll jog the memory. That might work. That might work. It still might be like two hours long, but... I think I should at least <laughs> play a little bit of it. Yeah. Gotta remember right. the way the combat feels, so... With a master sword or whatever, right? Master sword. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somebody on some show, I said, I said, I now I can't remember which. Is it Samus or Samus? I thought it was Samus. I've always said Samus. See, now I, I said one of the two and someone was like, who, how, D- Dustin said, said one of the, the wrong yeah. one, whatever it is. And they're like, who? How could Dustin be in media and say this? Like, this person Damn. was joking, but I was still like, mm, fuck off. There's only one way to settle this. Go on Smash and hear, Zero Suit Samus. And yeah. then you know, how to, you know how to say it. Right. Speaking of that, I, I think I'm ready to buy that fighter pass. Oh, yeah. For Smash Brothers. I've been thinking that that's just a nice game to hop in, play like half hour, even 20 minutes. Dude. And then just play something else. Especially like, with the cool characters, right? Right. There's so many cool characters. I think I might buy that this week. I haven't bought any of the fighters past the initial game. Hmm. I think I bought the first wave. Right. I don't. Yeah, I don't have Min Min yet. Yeah. So so I think after that, I I don't have any yet. So, yeah. uh, Other than that, though, I mean... You guys, I feel bad because I'm I'm like, oh, I'm taking a little easier for a little while. But you guys, your schedule remains pretty much... Intact. Unchanged, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, it's funny because like maybe even yeah. It's nice because bank holidays are bank holidays, but it's just the day, 
you know it's right. not like some insane vacation around that but right so uh we don't have a lot of news but i there was one particularly big news item that a lot of people have already talked about because it's old news but i did want to get your boys your take on it overall just because it is such a monumental thing that happened but before we get into the news i want to tell you guys about patreon.com slash handsome phantom which is basically how this show gets supported by the fans and so you can go in support us at the one three or five dollar level and or or more if you'd like there's not any, any tiers above that we won't reward you higher than the five dollar level but you can give us 40 if you want right <laughs> right so basically you can get early access to this show and hp after dark which that reminds me ben we got it we were figuring out when we were going to record i thought we would maybe record it tonight but uh but no phil no phil so we'll have to we'll we'll do it next week we'll figure it out yeah. if he's here if yeah well it's the do or die <laughs> next week yeah so yeah we if he's here or not it's gonna be recorded but anyway you get early access to that show as well so check it out if that is interesting to you it's it's insane the one other thing since we have so many new listeners i don't know if we've talked about this but if you aren't able to show support the show financially or if you are supporting it financially one way that you can help us out that costs you no money is going to your favorite podcast app whether that's itunes or spotify or whatever and leave us a rating and review because that will help boost our visibility on those set apps. So go ahead, go into iTunes, whatever. Leave us a review. Five stars only. Only course, five stars. Only five stars. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that would help us out. So let's get into the news. Basically, uh, let's start off with the the way that this whole shebang started, of course, this has to do with yet again, cyberpunk 2077. Basically PlayStation put up this, they put out a tweet and they put a website up that says this cyberpunk 2077 refunds. SIE, which stands of course for Sony uh, entertainment, wait, Sony interactive. interactive entertainment strives to ensure a high level of customer satisfaction Therefore, we'll begin to offer a full refund for all gamers who purchased Cyberpunk 2077 via PlayStation Store. SIE will also be removing Cyberpunk 2077 from PlayStation Store until further notice. Once we have confirmed that you purchased Cyberpunk 2077 via PlayStation Store, we'll begin processing your refund. Please note that completion of the refund may vary based on your payment method and financial institution. So... That was the first big thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the big thing is that the the game was removed Yanked. from the PlayStation Store. There, there are very few instances of this ever happening, let alone one of the best selling games of the year. Now, Cyberpunk did follow up on this with, of course, the yellow card of death, as we know and love. <laughs> There's a place on Ocean i oh, yeah. sorry, you said yellow <laughs> yeah. card. It said... There's some very interesting terminology. I'm going to try to emphasis with with my words here to point out the weird parts. It says, following our discussion with PlayStation, a decision was made to temporarily suspend digital distribution of Cyberpunk 2077 on PlayStation Store. You can still buy physical versions of the game in brick and mortar stores and online. All purchase all purchased digital and physical copies of the game will continue to receive support and updates as we can continue to improve your experience. I can't read today. According to our knowledge, starting today, everyone who is not willing to wait for updates and wants to refund their digital copy of the game can do so by submitting a request to, and then there's the link to playstation.com slash cyberpunk, blah, blah, blah. We are working hard to bring cyberpunk 2077 back to the PlayStation store as soon as possible. So this is a story you guys have heard. We've been people have been talking about this for about a week now. What do you guys think? I think it's probably the right move, but also a little insane. Yeah. And part of me is like, okay, you remove it so that people don't buy it anymore. Whatever. But I just feel like that takes some of the agency out of it. And they would not have done this, in my opinion, if it was just a broken game that got released, I think it's as much punishment for what we talked about last week 
where CD Projekt was saying, if you want a refund, you should go and ask the person you bought it from. It's almost more of a punishment for them because of that rather than uh, wanting to actually spot check the games, you know, like because there's other games that have come out that have been broken and completely destroyed and PlayStation's been like, sorry, you can't refund it. Right. But this one, they even said, sorry, you can't refund it until CD Projekt came out and said, go get your refund. And they were like, well, screw you then. Mm-hmm. We're taking it off the storefront. Right. It. I was, well, you know what? Before I say anything, Brandon, what are, what are yeah. your thoughts overall? I... I don't think it's a good idea. And I'm going to put that forward first and foremost. Um, I understand the difficulty of the situation. I understand people being upset. Um, but I just feel like it's more of a reactionary response than anything. Um, and that, like Ben said, it didn't have to be this way. And a lot of other games didn't go turn out this way. Um, I don't it's obviously a combination of a lot of different reasons, but I wonder if CD Projekt Red had pushed more to have internal issues resolved with them instead of with outside sources, if it wouldn't have been so drastic. I'm sure Sony was absolutely fucking flooded yeah. with complaints and they had two options. They sit there and say, hmm, continue to process these and put up with this bullshit or are we not making enough money off of this that it's worth this bullshit? And they obviously decided that it's not worth whatever money they were making, which I don't know how that could be possible. But yeah, man, I I just, I don't get it. And it, and it saddens me. Um, and that's coming from someone who isn't even playing on PC, um, is playing on a PS5, which I know is a lot better than the PS4 version, especially the base version. But that being said, I just think it's, a little bit too trigger happy for my liking, I think, um, as far as this game goes, especially how quickly it got yanked. So, yoinked. Yeah. To me, this says that, like, you have to remember that Sony created the PlayStation brand to get revenge on Nintendo. Right. For fucking them when it came to the Nintendo PlayStation or right. basically embarrassing them, actually, because they didn't even tell them. And then they announced they were doing a deal with Panasonic instead. Right. And they were like, fuck you. We're making this without you. (laughs) Yeah. So Sony being the vindictive company that they are to see, like, I think Ben's right. This is a like, okay, you told everyone to get my guess is that they were like, you said they were talking to CD Projekt. They're saying you said that people can just go get refunds and you didn't even ask us. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if there was even a conversation about that. Yeah, I have to imagine there wasn't. So not only that, but the statement of CD Projekt saying, well, you can ask for refunds. That's I mean, it's admitting that the game is broken. Sure. And so Sony's thinking, well, you want us to keep selling the game that you have that you have said yourself is worthy of asking for a refund? Right. It doesn't work that way. It also might have been that they knew that some people, if they knew they could get a refund, would buy it, play it for 48 hours straight, and then return it. Whereas if they buy it in the future, when it's back up on the store, they're going to end up keeping the money rather than having to return it. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. It just... Well, and that's what I... I the things I wanted to point out about the response from CD Projekt Red is where it says, following our discussion with PlayStation, a decision was made. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't yeah. saying, like, we decided. Yeah, like, it wasn't our decision, necessarily. It's right. some ambiguous <laughs> wording yeah. there. What do you guys think? This is something, reading it right now, live on the show, this is what one line that really stuck out to me. It said, uh, according to our knowledge, starting today, everyone who is not willing to wait for updates and yeah. wants to refund their digital copy of the game. How that do you stuck feel, out to me too. How do you feel about that? I think what they're trying, what they're doing is trying to discourage you from, from returning it because you'll feel like, oh, well I could just wait for the update. 
Like, I think that's the, the goal there is, hey, this game's going to get better and you'll you'll be happy if you wait. But if you don't want to, I guess you could do this instead. Yeah. It feels like almost like not blaming the consumer, but it's like, oh, well, if you really can't wait, I guess, for us to fix it, then I right. guess you can return it or something. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. Right. You release this piece of shit right. in, the, in its state. So, yeah, people want refunds. Right. So it's just a really odd situation. And you got to wonder what this means. Obviously, everyone's talking about the dynamic between CD Projekt and the consumers. But what do you think this says about CD Projekt and their relationship with the platform holders? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I just I hope that they didn't piss off Sony. Because I really don't want Microsoft to buy CD Projekt Rednecks. Well, they won't buy them. No. <laughs> I mean, they do have the money, but they won't buy them. Right. And that's something a lot of people brought up is that CD Projekt had a marketing deal for the game with Microsoft specifically, which Microsoft did not remove the game from their store, but they did expand their refund policy to be more... I think Microsoft on Xbox, you have like up to two hours that you can refund a game or something. And I think they extended it past that, that basically anyone who wants a refund for cyberpunk can get one. Hmm. But did you guys see any of the, the tweets about people that were like, I asked for a refund and then they, they went and removed it from my console. I was literally just thinking that as, as as I saw people were pissed that they wanted to still play the game, but they also wanted the refund. I'm I'm going to go buy a TV. I'm like, one of the return it. And then when they take it back from me, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. It's like one or the other, man. Do you not want to play it? Cause it's broken. Is that the actual reason? Or did you just not want to pay for it and want to play it? Right. What is it? Right. <laughs> you know, like... I will say um, something that... Some positive news about this, and Brandon, I think you can speak to this better than anyone, is that these updates, these quick updates they put out, have done a lot of yeah. s- substantial fixes. Yeah. yeah, it was the one that came about... I think it was seven days after launch. Okay. Um, I don't remember the, the patch uh, number, but, uh, yeah, I have significantly less crashes on my PS5. Um, and I'm saying that in relation to the old patch, which is still not very good overall, that it's crashing as much as it is, period. But it's way less of a problem almost instantly um, after release, which is bad in and of itself. But you, you get what I'm saying. So. Yeah. So CD Projekt Red on top of all of this you know, cyberpunk madness six days ago. Uh, some of you may know CD project red also owns a site called GOG.com, which is basically a DRM free platform, sort of like steam where people can buy and sell games, right? Except DRM free. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah. for DRM free. Right. So you don't have to be connected to the internet. You basically can make your own hard copy if you wanted. So they put out a tweet GOG.com. Basically, the context is, I guess I should say the context fully before I read the tweet or else the tweet won't make any sense. You guys remember that game, Devotion? Yes. That was uh, out for a very limited time on Steam and then was removed because it was found that there was a meme picture of the the president of China Uh in it and referencing him as like Winnie the Pooh. Or something. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And it was removed. And it was a big censorship debacle. Well, the game was supposed to return to GOG uh, this past week. And so they put out a tweet that said, Earlier today, it was announced that the game Devotion uh, is coming to GOG. After receiving many messages from gamers, we have decided not to list the game in our store. That's it? That's it? Part of me was thinking like, oh, did they really get it? Or was there pressure from China or whatever? And then part of me was like, maybe it was a lot of pressure from gamers, specifically gamers in China who don't want GOG to end up being banned. So they don't want them to put that game on there because they know that'll get them banned. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's removed, I'm I'm sure it's already been soured. Sure. You know, like, I get what you're saying there. I don't know. It's just... 
it's so the timing is just so funny that like they're having such a horrible week with cyberpunk and then this happens. I just wonder, and Ben, I think you really hit the nail on the head is the question is, is it from actual gamer feedback or, gamer. or did somebody tap their shoulder and be like, you will not release devotion right. or else X, Y, Z. Right. Winnie the Pooh himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. The actual Winnie the Pooh. HP podcast banned in China. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Fuck it. There goes our deal with, uh, Tencent, you know, <laughs> damn it, distribution and all their and all their puzzle apps. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's it's got to be one of those. I mean, I, I do think there's a likely possibility that a lot of people, no, nobody in like the U.S. is like, hey, you shouldn't do that. But it's possible that the average consumer, and I don't even think the average consumer in China would care that it's making fun of or you know has a reference or whatever, which has now been removed. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's probably more likely either they got tapped on the shoulder by the government and said, don't do this. Or a lot of gamers did say, we know that if you list this game, we'll lose access to GOG. And we right. don't want to lose access to GOG. You would think if, well, I guess maybe sharing that would also anger the the CCP in some way. If sure. they were like, you know, said that was the reason. Right. But the weird thing that I'm wondering, too, is that the CCP, which is, stands for the, the Chinese Communist Party, they are masters of propaganda. Yes. And, and manipulation. It is, and this, this isn't some like Reddit conspiracy theory bullshit. This is like known that they know how to manipulate social media and different online accounts in order to make it look like the wind is blowing a certain way right. when it's not. Right. For example, like... It's like coronavirus. Yeah, Exactly. When a lot of like COVID related videos on YouTube, especially during the early days of the pandemic, check out some of the if you looked at the comments and then looked at the accounts. Yeah. Things did not add up. Yeah. In a lot of ways. And so you got to wonder if these messages from, you know, quote unquote gamers are really people, you know, the Chinese party. That's true. CCP gamers. CCP gamers. Right. <laughs> that are. are uh Try just trying to manipulate CD Projekt, but you think that they would, I don't know, you think they would realize, but was the game not good enough that it didn't matter? It was supposed to be really cool. I've only heard positive things. Didn't Polygon give it, like, it was in their top three or five games of the year? There was a a bigger outlet that it was in there, like, we recommend these games even though you can't play that game. Yeah, which it just sucks because I know that I'm interested in checking it out, but there's literally no way for me to buy it and support the developers. I mean, right. I, I hate to say this on the air, but you can download this game right. from various illicit sources on the web. But obviously, especially with a small team like this, you don't want to pirate their their stuff. But like, I mean, maybe it's vaporware. It's not vaporware, but what's the word? It's gone. Like, there's yeah. no way to, you know. But, I mean, they could. I know they don't have a distribution platform probably set up, but I wonder if it'd be worth them investing the money to just be able to sell it key-free, you know, DRM-free, whatever. Granted, mm-hmm. you're going to have higher likelihood of piracy that way, but is some money better than none? And, like, you know, you, people like us, that if we're interested in the game, I would rather buy it directly from them and not pirate it even if I didn't want to play it just to support them. You know? Right. And I mean, I don't know anything about the game really other than, than the premise and the controversy. So I don't know. This could be a terrible game and whatever, but for, 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 for like me, I know the game is critically acclaimed, but um, the point is though, like I really don't like China telling us what we can, can and can't do with our video games. So I would probably be more likely to support it. Right. Yeah. I feel like I would buy this game when I saw because it was the day that this happened, I saw that it was getting released. I'm like, dude, hell yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll buy that for sure. Yeah. And then that's not happening. So I don't know. It's uh, it's a weird situation and it's kind of been the store like a, a reoccurring theme of the past year and a half with, yeah. you know, BlizzCon kind of really kicking off this whole thing of the CCP and, and China's influence on our industry and. I don't think it's going to get better. Yeah. I think it's only going to get worse. The more money there is, the more problems we have. Hear me out. 
make it American to fight communism in this way. Wow. And then Ooh. you'll sell a million copies. Interesting. I'll buy it out of spite. Damn. Yeah. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like... Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's so weird with China because I just saw a thing that, like, basically the Chinese film market is now bigger than the U.S.'s. Yes. And so it makes more financial sense to make sure your movies are good for China. Which didn't, like, I think it was Tenet was like, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. And they, and they got away with it because of who it is, but mm-hmm. yeah. Which speaking of Tenet, I just saw that it's out now. Okay. You cannot rent it. You can only purchase it. That's oh, bullshit. It's really it, until January 5th. Yeah. I was like, I really want to watch that with my dad. Right. But I don't want to buy it. Right. Damn. Maybe I can get it from the. Wouldn't you have bought it anyway? I thought you were going to buy it on 4K UHD no. or whatever. No. No. It's not a movie I want to watch. Okay. Regularly. Right. So I might have to go to Family Video. Oh wow. Do they oh. even have the UHDs? Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's funny because when you when you rent the UHD, every time they're like, "Do you know that this is a 4K disc that requires a 4K player?" And I'm like, <laughs> yes. They're like, I've actually had one time where the 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 girl at the counter was like, "Oh wait." You're the only person that rents these. <laughs> I was like, that's weird because I'm only in here like maybe once every three months. Yeah. yeah. So wow. no one in nobody in our town rents uh, 4K movies Speaking except for Duddy. This is a little side step. Do they have next gen games there? Do you know? I don't know. I haven't been there. I'm gonna have to check it out just because I'm curious. Right. Um. What would you but, pick up? I don't know. I just want to browse. Yeah. Sackboy. Oh, Sackboy would be a great, but I don't have another controller. Mm. That's true. That but is. I want to play by myself. That is care. the worst part about Sackboy. Not having online, another though. controller. You can play online now. Oh. Then somebody else has to buy it. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Problem solved. Problem solved. You know, guys. It's Phil, forty bucks. I saw. <laughs> I I saw that too. Actually, Phil got me thinking about Uh-oh. those uh, headphones. Yeah. The three D whatever whatever they're called the ps5 specific headphones that are 100 bucks i was like especially this week with my parents being home there's a lot of times where i want to play games but there's just so many random conversations going on i'm like right the convenience of those headphones would be pretty nice right now i mean you have other headphones though that you're not Mm, using i hate the cord and yeah i agree but what i'm saying is if it was really about the convenience you have other another method it's about the fact that you want a new toy I always want new toys. Right. I, I'm not blaming so, you for that. Yeah, I do too, yeah. always. I've been a little bit of a naysayer about this headphones. I you don't haven't know why. used them though. I know I haven't used them, but I don't think it could be that much better than another $100 headset. Here's the thing. Yeah. You're in the same boat as me, or at least you were, because I was thinking those Sony gold headphones yeah. were dog shit. Yeah. They, yeah, they did not last. No. And the thing is, these new headphones haven't been around long enough for people to right. test the durability. Right. Yeah, durability and performance are two different things, in my yeah. opinion, though. Yeah. So there's one other piece of, of news about Cyberpunk that I don't know if you're getting to. Oh, no, I don't. That's literally, I have two little quickies that they we can released, talk about. They released their sales numbers today. Did they? Oh, yeah. I didn't even see that. Let me pull that up. So yeah. yesterday, I think an important piece of this context is you had until yesterday, as of when we're recording... To request your refund. And today they put out an update on their sales numbers for their investors. Let me see here. I know that IGN put it out as a big tweet. But, okay. Cyberpunk sells over 13 million copies. And that is with refunds factored in. Yeah. Wow. 13 million. That's a lot, bro. That's a lot. And and that's in a, a week? Two weeks? Three Less weeks? Two weeks, really. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, Adam Bankhurst, friend of the show, on our uh, Bioshock panel at PAX, wrote this article. For oh, did he? Yeah. Nice, dude. So something key about this is that this is like, I don't know if any Sony first-party games have ever sold 8 million like that quickly. Have they? 8 million? 13? Oh, wait. 13. How 13 many I it? meant to say 13. Okay, okay, okay. good. No. Not, no, not to my not knowledge. Not that quickly. At no, least. not that quickly. Definitely. I don't. How many of first-party Sony games have sold 13 million total? Maybe two or three. Yeah. Horizon. I don't know if Horizon did. I think God of War crossed the 10 mark at one point, but I don't remember seeing it get to 15. 
Spider-Man, I don't remember for sure. Uh, oh, wait. I think somebody found something on a LinkedIn profile or something where they, they said it had gotten closer to 20. Yeah, dude. Right. But like, there can't be more than a couple. So let me read some tweets. This comes from uh, Twitter user Benji Sales, which I've heard a lot of people reference I follow him. him. Yeah. Uh, he said, here's the bullet points they put out. Cyberpunk 2077 has sold over 13 million units as of December 20th. That includes refunds. This would rank potentially the as the biggest RPG launch of all time. In comparison, Fallout 4 shipped 12 million on day one. Wow. Uh, these sales numbers are the sort of things only games like Rockstar and uh, the biggest Call of Duty games put up. It's an astound- astonishingly big launch. Question now is just what sort of legs the game has. Yeah. So. I think you're only going to see that number go up. Well, I was going to say, yeah. I was just going to say that, like... As it gets better, watch six months from now, top of IGN's website. Cyberpunk is so much better now after the, you know, I, yeah. I, I could just see it coming already. And I think the next boost. You should pitch that to Adam. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, dude, well, mark my words. Yeah. It happens every time a game gets better. Yeah. I think that when they put out a disc that says PlayStation, like a PlayStation 5 disc of this game. I think that will be the signal to a lot of people yes. that like it's okay, time to buy. It's, yeah, it's, it's time, time to, buy, to buy. So this is even the first wave, man. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, man. Especially in such a small amount of time, including refunds. I don't remember what the stat was, but there was like astronomically high concurrent Steam users users for a single player game. Yeah. It was like bigger than ever. Yes. The, and the record before was set with Fallout 4 yeah. for, as far as single player right. RPG type stuff. Right. So pretty crazy guys. Like still seems to be an overall success so far. Oh, yeah, I mean, maybe not a PR success. It's not a success for the consumers by no. and large, but as far as CDPR is concerned, who cares and if we, the game is terrible? And we thought they loved Sold the consumer. Sold $13 million. Dollars we thought 13 they, million copies. We thought they loved the consumer. You got to wonder. I mean, this is, this is a situation where there obviously are many different parts of a company. But, like, there's <laughs> now so many tweets, like, poorly aged tweets from the Cyberpunk account that's like, no microtransactions. We leave the greed, we leave the greed to others was a tweet <laughs> that they put out at one point. And stuff like uh, everyone saw the the tweet that Dude. was like the whole game is going to be a meme. Dude, yeah. age like milk. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly. Dude, just think about that. Let's say if you're talking 13 million copies, I know some were discounted slightly, some were whatever. But let's just say an average of fifty dollars. That's probably low, but an average of fifty dollars. That's six hundred and fifty million dollars in less than a week. Oh yeah. What are yeah, the taxes on that bitch? That's, oh my Poland, god, dude. Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, not that they're actually getting that because obviously the platform holders are taking right, private, whatever. Right, but right, right. That's a pretty... I mean, I know they've worked on the game for a long time and it costs a lot of money to develop, but they said they already made the development cost back, so it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. And I think, I think they were really generous with The Witcher with the free content. Mm-hmm. They had really good DLC that was rivaling some of the other stuff in the other games. So with this fuck up, greedily, I'm almost looking that they will probably reward the consumer in some way, even if it's in-game stuff. Well, they've already talked about their planned DLC, and I even if they were planning on charging for it, I think at this point they're going to want to get back into good graces. Yeah. And it'll be free. So that's a guess. One thing that I did find really interesting to uh, CD Projekt Red's credit I saw some comparison videos of like the first time we saw gameplay to how the game yeah. looks now on PC significantly better. Yeah. Like the the only thing that made me sad was if you go back and watch that first gameplay video, there's third person cutscenes uh, that look really yeah, good. That, that would have been cool. But initially I was like, oh, well, they they cut them because they were going to be too much work. But then I realized with the way that you can customize your V, yeah, that and there's a, a multitude of factors that I'm guessing that they thought, let's let's not yeah. do that. Yeah, well, I mean, there are parts in the game where you can like when you're in the the Ripper Docs chair, you can look down and see your outfit, right? Yeah. Like when yeah. you're sitting there. Yeah. I always do it on the bike. Yeah, that's my favorite time. So like they still have to have it 
on you at all times. Right. So I just thought of something. If you can, you can play the game and just be naked. Yes. I want to just be naked and do that. The Ripper Doc. And Bro, he, is he just going to be like, well, one time yeah. a quest did me so dirty. It took my clothes off and I was talking to someone with no clothes on. I had to reload it and put clothes on. I felt, I felt violated. Damn. Wow. Does anyone say anything if you have no clothes on? <laughs> I, just like, I don't think, but my dick was swang and dude. Oh my God. Brandon, the, the Snapchat that Lauren sent your oh, girlfriend yes. of this glitch. Ben, did you see this? Next no. level. Literally imagine this. You take your dick out through the hole in your pants, through your fly. It looked exactly like that. Like if your character model was standing there with pants and its dick was just out of its fly. Uh-huh. That's exactly what it looked I like. I know that looked well. Yeah. It was it Hold on, Ben. I'm going to bring up the... We're going to get your I just, live I just don't. I just... It was so ridiculous. I was... I could not stop laughing. Wow. I, I literally could not stop laughing. Wow. It was the funniest shit. Was it just that particular set of pants? I switched between a couple of different pants and it went away. Okay. But, yeah. It... Probably my my number one glitch of all time. Bug. Yeah. Number this one just, bug. What's funny is, Dicks out. <laughs> the fact that this happened to you... And I remember, <laughs> I don't know why it made me think of this. One time we were leaving my apartment yeah. at like 9 p.m. or It was like, not even not night. It was like evening. Yeah. And you were like, for some reason you walked out and you're like, I'll have my dick hanging out right now. I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> I don't remember why you said it. You were joking. Yeah. And directly across the street, there were like some kids playing. I'm like, <laughs> oh, don't say that. So I thought about that and I was like, Brandon, that's what happened, you can have dude. his dick hanging out in dude, Cyberpunk. It's okay no in the problem. future. The future is different. Future is wow. now. The future is now. I have two quickies, and then we can talk about some games that we're playing. Cool. The quickies are: there is a huge update for Stardew Valley out on PC right now. This is version one point five, and it's supposed to be the biggest update to the game yet. So I just want to put that as PSA. If you like Stardew Valley, I think it's definitely coming to consoles as well. But the way this works is they, I think he develops for the PC version, then it kind of trickles right. down. They uh they're hiring for a totally new kind of game right now. They are. Yeah. Interesting. I saw it on some video game job board or something. I don't even know why I was looking, but it was uh basically like it said the type of game it was. I just don't remember what it was, but it was clearly not Stardew Valley. Was that, that Chucklefish were. or at the actual It was Chucklefish. Okay, Chucklefish is just was the publisher. Of Stardew Valley. Oh, maybe I'm wrong then. Initially, but I think I think they're I, no, no I thought longer... it was Concerned Ape. Oh, okay. Well, maybe they are. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but... Yeah. Interesting. The last quickie. Uh, Halo's Xbox 360 games will be going offline in December 2021. So I just wanted to pour one out for Halo 3. Yeah. Halo Reach. You know, maybe even Halo Four, ODS, or ODST? like, or like the the Xbox One, like the Master Chief Collection is not going to be online anymore. No, no the Master Chief Collection will. Be. Master Chief Collection okay. will be okay, it's but those... the original versions. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I was gonna say that is so shitty. No, yeah, <laughs> they yeah. just fucking. Well, and it's on PC now. Yeah, too, everything. Well, so. yeah, but yeah. dude, part of me wanted to pop in my Halo Three disc in my Xbox One and just. Remember, like, the menus, the interface. That's right. what's going to be gone forever. Yeah. You, you've you seen some of those, like, um, when they sunset MMOs and stuff. Oh, where yeah. Where they'll have, like, crazy end-of-world events and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There won't be anything like that in Halo, but it'd be cool. Man. Yeah, they're too busy fixing that fucked-up game. You have to imagine that the, the player base for 360 versions of those games is so incredibly low. It would be higher if there was no... Xbox One, PC, whatever version. Because mm -hmm. people would still want to pop that in and play it every now and then. Right. But at this point, like I just can't imagine how abysmal, abysmally low that is. It still hurts, Ben. It does. I'm not I'm disagreeing. <laughs> Man, I just remember like fucking around in Forge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. I remember like getting the armor that had the, the katana yeah, on the back. Yeah. Just so many good memories. With Halo 3, I think, was the... I mean that and Reach probably are the yeah. Reach the big is ones. king, man. Yeah, Reach, Reach is my big daddy. Damn. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Don't we rank the Halo games one time? 
I think I we did. That would be hard. We ranked them for sure one time on the show. Phil was here for sure. Oh, yeah. And Phil said ODST number one. Oh, I'm like, my Dog, God. Fuck off. Get out of here with that take. That is the worst take I've yeah. ever heard in my life. God. Disgusting. Don't at me. Actually, go ahead. At me. At I'll tell me you, yeah. I, and I will tell you you're wrong to your face. That's right. You can even say it right now when I'm mad. Wow. Damn. So I have a really important question that should, I just thought of right now that if I don't ask, will evaporate from my mind forever. Okay. Did your mom bring those talkies? Yes, yeah, she did. Oh, oh shit, bro. I gotta, I'm not going to lie. I sampled them already. And? I hate you. I don't want to tell you what I think oh, about them. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. You, okay. You guys got to try them. Fair enough. Fresh. We'll make them right after this. Takis pizza bites, essentially, right? They're, yeah. yeah. They're like cheese on the end. Just cheese on the inside. Okay. Cheese. And they're covered okay. in like a taki, that taki seasoning. Okay. But I gotta, Dude, I, I got to tell you guys. I don't know where that came from in my brain. I meant to bring him up last week. Yeah. They were here last week. Oh, oh shit. Kidding. You did us so dirty, him. bro. Yeah. Brandon, do we just want to find some new friends? Or? Dude, you don't, I don't have to give you guys talkies. Yeah, I'll yeah, say, I, but it, I can't guarantee that they have the talkies, though, Ben. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little bit torn about this. Dude, the, I ate some, some standard talkies yeah, yes. last week. Just absolutely fucked my stomach. Fuego? Fuego. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If you go too hard, they bite back. I think that was the problem. They bite back. I ate an oh, entire wow. bag of not the 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 big size, the small but the, one. The small yeah. one, even that was a little, yeah. yeah, a little a little sauce. Yeah. All right, we can move on to whatever you were going to talk sure. about now. I don't. I mean, probably was, way less important. That was pretty relevant, though. Yeah, then, it was. So I don't know. That's all I have as far as structured content for the show. So we can just talk about a few different games we're playing and then call it a night. Cool. Cool. I um, played and got the platinum on the Pathless. Oh shit! Platinum? No yeah. way, bro. The first couple hours of the game, I was like, "Do I like this, or am I just playing?" And just uh, put it out there, provided by Annapurna. Um, but the first couple hours of it, I was like, "I don't like this. This isn't fun. Nothing about it is enjoyable." And then, like, at some point, something just clicked. And I don't know if it was, the, I figured out the timing of when you have to shoot the arrows. Okay, so basically the pathless, for those who don't know, you're a hunter or of some kind. You're a huntress, I don't know. And you have a bow and arrow and you're really skilled with it. And basically you're trying to cleanse the world of darkness. And part of it is you can like sprint across the world, but you have to get the timing right and shoot these little emblems that are just for whatever reason all over the world. And when you shoot those emblems, you get all your stamina back and you can fly. And you can upgrade and you can... You're using an eagle to help you fly. and It's kind of a strange concept, but you're cleansing the world of this darkness. And um, But once I figured out the rhythm of the game, it was kind of just a nice, like, checkbox kind of game. Like, you go into an area, you find all the dark war- the, the dark areas, you uh, you collect some, some orb things, you take them up to the tower, you fight a big bad guy, and then you just cleanse all the small areas of darkness that are still there. It's mostly puzzle game, but a lot of exploration as well. And then, of course, you have a big boss that you have to beat and everything. Um, very chill game. Very much a game that I don't know if you want to because it's got a you know, beautiful soundtrack and um, it's, it's skillfully put together. But it's very much a game where you could just like listen to a podcast, right? not chill. even think about the game. Yeah. So I would I would actually highly recommend it. It's I think it's $40 retail. I think that's probably a tad high. Although if I if I had had the experience and looked back I'd be like I'd probably pay $20 or $40 for that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But definitely if it hits a price a price drop, pick it up. Yeah. This is a game I tried out a couple different times at PAX actually. Mm-hmm. Um I had done a couple runs on the demo they had there, and I agree with you completely, Ben. Uh, first, picking up the controller was strange. Yeah. You know, but weirdly enough, it has a certain rhythm about it, at least when I played the game. It's a good word for it. Yeah. That, you know, the movement, you got to learn it to be able to play it effectively. I yeah. mean, l- like any game, but this game is so much about exploring and moving around the world. Yep that once you find this groove it it was satisfying when i did it like it was fun to get the groove mm-hmm. um but and i thought it was really pretty 
Yes. Um, I, I, I thought the art style was very, very cool. Annapurna always coming with the cool art styles, um, and I really appreciate that about them. Now, one so. thing I will say, okay, two things, actually. Extra bonus, if you're playing on PS5, it does have DualSense um, enhancements. No whatever. shit. Yeah, so that was that was a cool feature of it. Especially, you know, you're using a bow and arrow the whole time. Like, right. You can imagine it's, what that Yeah, it's like set up for that. Right. Yeah. And the second thing is, I was really skeptic- skeptical about this game because I knew it was coming to Apple Arcade. And I thought, any game I can play with a touchscreen on my cell phone is not a game I want to pay $40 for. Right. And then I played it because, you know, they provided it to us, so I played it. And... I thought it was really good, and I was like, I still, I just want to see what the phone version looks like. I pulled up some a couple of different videos just to make sure that none of them were just terrible quality for some reason, and it is incomparable, the phone version versus the PS5 version. The phone version still looks fine for a phone version, right? but it is nothing. It is not nearly as pretty or as well fleshed out, in my opinion, as the PS5 version. So, like, if you're going, if you want it for just, goofing around play it on your phone whatever if you're not gonna if it's not a game you're gonna finish or something uh especially if you have apple arcade well i think if only if you have apple arcade it's totally worth just at least trying out but on the ps5 it's beautiful and it's it's actually a good experience with the controller enhancements and everything else yeah i enjoyed it i I was surprised i mean i didn't think i was gonna platinum it and then when i got to the end i was like oh i'm yeah about the platinum it so i might as well try yeah i was gonna say man and I mean, that's even enticing for some people. Yeah. It's a achievable, fun platinum. I want to say... Because there's so many that aren't. <laughs> probably 12 to 15 hours. Yeah, that's great. Most. That's great, man. Yeah. That's good. And probably less than that if you aren't... I was like, oh, what's back in this little crevice over here? Right. And just like exploring little <laughs> yeah. caves that weren't even part of the game. Just right. Because I thought they were cool. Yeah. That's a good game. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I want to peep it. I... I downloaded the Apple Arcade version mainly out of curiosity. I played it for five minutes and thought, nah. Yeah. I'm going to wait and play it on PS5 at some point. I can't imagine the touch controls would enhance the sense of rhythm in the game. I'm sure it would just make it more difficult. There's one feature in the game. like So if if you pull your arrow back all the way and like let it... It's hard to explain. These little things that you have to shoot... Like, as you pull the arrow back, the bow back, it, like, fills up the space around this target. And once it gets the whole way around, then you can release, and it'll hit it, and you'll get the energy. There's a, a quick shot, I don't, a skill shot, I think is what it's called, where if you just pull the trigger just enough, it'll fill up, like, and then release it. When it gets to halfway full, you'll get the, it's just a faster way to do the same thing. Right. And you'll get the full, so it, you can move around faster, whatever. Um, I don't really know how you would convey that through a touchscreen, yeah. frankly. Because you have to, like, I guess just barely tap it instead of long tap it. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Strange. I don't really have anything new to talk about as far as games other than still playing the same Cyberpunk and yeah. 13 Sentinels. But I've slowly, today, I put about an hour into Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Cool. I saw you were playing today. How, yeah. How was that? It was... I had a mindset that I was, I did. So my mom and Holly were hanging out in the living room. I'm like, I don't want to play 13 Sentinels. It's too story heavy to have all this outside interference, which is fine. You know, it's Christmas time. I'm not, I wasn't mad. Right. So I was like, I'm just going to play destiny two and just start working through these campaign missions. And, uh, I just got to the point where I got the new stasis abilities. Oh, cool. And it's just cool to have a whole new set of stuff. Hunter, warlock, Titan. Uh, I'm playing as a hunter. Cool. You're so, playing on Game Pass, right? Yeah. yeah. The hunter ones seem pretty cool. Dude, and I got to say, I think we m- maybe talked about this on this show, but the Series X version of this is really good. And I'm sure I've heard the PS5 version is equally as good. It's just I'm playing on Series X because that's where it's free. Right. So, yeah, I was having a, a really nice time. 4K 60 feels like... Uh, it feels good. It feels like the PC version with a controller. Right. So um, it, it's good because I'm I feel happy that console gamers are are getting this like <laughs> finally high quality because I feel like Destiny 2 on last gen was unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. it was being yeah. weighed down. Yeah. Let's just be good. It's last gen 
two gens ago, 360 PS3 weighted down. Yeah. Bad. So, uh, yeah, other than that, Brandon, you've just been still playing some cockadoodle, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I've played actually mostly Cyberpunk. Oh, um, right, yeah. And I have been just loving my experience, um, aside from the obvious glaring performance issues, um, which have been minimalized, as I mentioned earlier in the show. But uh, I got to say, the new, the new update to Cold War was needed. It was cool. I'm still enjoying it. I haven't done a deep dive on season one yet, um, but I'm really enjoying some of the battle pass I've gotten so far. Um, I want to play Warzone. I was just telling Ben, um, and it's weird that I want to play, you know, technically the other game, not the new one, but the new guns are in Warzone now. So it's all fucked up. Right. Just completely fucked if you ask me. But all the guns in Cold War are now in Cold uh, Warzone. So I'm interested to see how that shakes out. Um, as someone who has played hundreds of hours of Warzone, I the change in the meta has to be like night and day. Adding that many guns at once, it's the meta can be delicate as is, but when you add literally an entire game's worth of guns in at one time... I bet you they got their hands full. So yeah. here's what I'm wondering is that Treyarch uses a different engine. Yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really funny because like all of the camos and stuff are in, but I've seen memes about it, but like <laughs> the diamond camo looks like absolute dog shit in Warzone. It mm. looks like uh, almost laughable. I don't know if they're going to change it, but it, it looks bad. Um, so yeah, it's, I couldn't imagine how they were going to do this and they've done it and I still don't understand it. All they really did was put new guns in. I mean, they really yeah, didn't do much else. I know. It's just all the logistics and like the idea yeah. behind the whole thing, especially how competitive everything in Warzone is. There's still $100,000 tournaments going on two times a week most of the time. Like they, they didn't... All they did was add the gun skins and the stats. Obviously, they don't shoot the same way. They don't feel the same way. Movement's not the same. Right. Everything. So, like, there's integration because they knew they had too much money on their hands with Warzone. Right. But there's not, like, it's not like you're playing Black Ops in Warzone. Right. It's just yeah. some different guns. Interesting. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely sh shaken up to be kind of strange. But, yeah, I guess that's really all I've been playing. Um, I'm enjoying it so far, but I guess we'll see how they continue to add. Um, and from my understanding is they're... They seem to be pretty generous about what they're putting out, like free maps and stuff. So hopefully that'll continue. Yeah. I only have one other game to talk about. Yeah, go for it. Um, I know I made fun of Bug Snacks a lot <laughs> before <laughs> it came out. <laughs> and then after it came out, I made fun of it a lot. And there's some people in one of our discords that were just really excited about Bug Snacks. And I just completely told them they were wrong. And they said, you haven't played it. You don't know. We played it now and it's good. So, all right, fine. I'm going to play it. I'm going to beat it. And I actually think I said I was going to platinum it, but we'll get to that. Uh, I'm going to beat it. And I'm going to, that way you can't say that I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. And I have played it. And I am happy to report that, that my opinion of the game is that it is complete horseshit. <laughs> yeah. The game <laughs> sucks. <laughs> it doesn't run well. It's not clever or funny. And it's disturbing. But there's an FOV slider, Ben. And you know what? It makes the game look worse. <laughs> I know it does. Okay, hold on, Ben. We gotta we gotta break some of this down. First of all, which part? The horse or the shit? All of it. All of it. Okay. So, okay, you said about the game running bad. Uh huh. This is a game that looks like. I mean, when we're talking model quality, is like it looks like fucking spore. Yeah. Even I was just thinking like, I feel like I've seen like PS2 models that look better than some of these yes. game characters. But this game looks like is very. Graphics aside, whether you think it's beautiful or not, basic. It's a basic as far as polygons and technical whatever. It cannot run at 4K60 or whatever mode they have this set on. It's like, dog, they got Destiny 2 running at 4K60. <laughs> yeah. right? They got they got Spider-Man. Yeah. I know you guys are a, dev, a small dev team. Right. But don't I, market your game like that if it's not that. That's all. Or if, if you don't have the know-how to optimize your game, 
then lower it to 1440p and make it 60. In- instead, it's like this weird choppy. Right. It's very distracting. Yeah. The performance. In fact, Ben, I don't know if I, you knew this. I learned from a Digital Foundry video that if you have the game, if you bought it digitally for some reason, you if you play the PS4 version on PS5, locked 60. Really? But it's at 1080p. Oh, wow. So if you want better performance, it's better to play the PS4 version <laughs> of the That's game. That's insane. <laughs> That's like the but, opposite. Okay, of Digital Cyber Foundry Run. did a video about bug snacks. No, uh, they were doing a live stream okay. with My Life in Gaming where they okay. played bug snacks and All they right. mentioned that John gotcha. Lineman. So I'm surprised he gave it the time of day, honestly. Yeah, people they were just playing any game that people requested, right. and they're like, right. "Oh, yeah, let's hop into bug snacks." So, dude, I think you hit it the nail on the head though. Is that I feel like this game is trying so hard to be funny mm-hmm. or cute or whatever, and it does not succeed at all at any of those. No. And I mean, like I understand dark humor and, and weird stuff. Like I, I get it. Things that, things that are disturbing that are supposed to be cute, you know, whatever. Uh, it just doesn't do any of it that well. No. And I think that the problem, did you play, did you beat it? Yeah. So I watched the end of the game uh-huh. because when Holly was beating it. So I've seen the beginning and the end. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to spoil it, but, it's clear from the trailers, if you've seen them, there's like a body horror element yeah. to this where people's limbs turned into food. Right. I'm like... Just spoiler, your character is the one who does it, and they ask you to. Right. Yeah. My, my thought is that... That's not really a spoiler. That's like in the trailer, so... They didn't take it far enough. Yeah. I wanted it to be full-on creepy. Instead, it's just like mildly strange. Right. Like, it's strange, and maybe at points a little weird and creepy, but... I just wanted it to be more weird at the end. At some point, I may go and get the platinum for this, but really all I have left to do is like collect all the different bug snacks and, you know, a couple small things like that. And really, at its core, it's a puzzle game. I mean, that's really what it is. But like some of the mechanics are even broken. Like I would go and be trying to catch an animal or a bug snack and I couldn't do it. And I would just like walk away and be gone for like five minutes and then just like hear a sound and turn around and the symbol that shows you that it's ready to be caught popped up because something happened in the world that made them collide and they ran into another. And I'm like, I tried to lure it into that bug for like five minutes. Yeah. It didn't work. And here it just happens. And I run over and pick it up and <laughs> like, it's the hardest one in the game to pick up. And yeah. I just picked it up off the ground. Yeah. You know what my, I, okay, so I can't, you can take it or leave what I say completely because I only played a very small amount and saw some of it. I'm saying give this game a hard pass. Ben, do you agree? If you if you are try, on, on the fence, if you want to play it. It depends on why you want to play it. Okay. If you want to play it because you, you're you into like, no, no, it's a hard pass. Totally. Never mind. If you are a child, no, ch- no the child. Children should no, play this kidding. game. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's a hard pass for me. And to be frank, I don't understand why anyone would like it. I just, there are games that I don't like that I'm still like, eh, I get it. I understand why you could find that appealing. Mm-hmm. This is one of those games where I'm like, it doesn't run well. It's systems are broken. Uh, it's not clever or funny. And maybe that's just my sense of humor, but it's not clever or funny. I, I It's not challenging. I just don't understand why you would like it. I feel like people who like this game, I'm superior to them. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Rubbing salt in the wound <laughs> at this point. Just so everyone knows, that's a little bit of a joke, but also you're trash if you like books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, on that note, Merry Christmas yeah. and have a good, uh, you know, have a good yeah. one. No, but that is actually where we're going to end this show off for today. That's right. So, again, happy holidays. Uh, we will see you again before the new year because we will be doing a new episode next week, the final show of the year. Come out on New Year's Eve. Unless you're a patron, then it'll come out before that. Episode yeah. 102. 102. We are doing Game of the Year conversations. I don't know what those are going to look like, but they're not going to be until sometime in January. Yeah. Because I feel like I still, there's a lot of stuff I want to play. Yep. And definitely. It's just too. Everyone's doing them right now. It's too busy and noisy right. right now. Let's just just let it marinate for a little bit. You know what game I didn't play that I feel like I can't have a proper game of the year conversation without playing? Alex. 
well, I have played a little bit of it, and yes, that's correct. But uh, the game I was thinking of was Crash 4. 30 bucks on PSN right now. I know. Very tempting. Yeah. I want the disc, though. Me too. Which, it was on sale at Gamefly. Although the Insane Trilogy, because we got that from Activision, I have digitally, so maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I really want to play that. Yeah. Heard it's good. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, thanks uh, thanks again to everybody for listening. Yes, we really appreciate it. Thank you to our patrons. Have a great holiday. We'll see you next week. The HP Podcast is fan-funded through patreon.com slash handsomephantom. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Adam THM, Edward Walton, Stewie108, Charles Pedersen, Toby Ryland, Matthew Major, Straw Hat Ninja, Shuttlesworth, Michael J. Sutherland, Jared Cavaliero, and Jason Cannon.